So, welcome to the, another episode of Dos Naf Cinco's episode number 59. This week we covered Time Crimes as part of That's What I Call Cinco's four movies, as well as Street Sharks Season 3, Episode 23. But before we get into that, as always, I'm your host, David. And I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. I still can't get over how good Ben sounds right now, but all right. Um, I'm over it. I'm over it. I've been over Ben. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to listen to this and just think back on the good times. <laughs> Ugh, dude, I can hear him percolating on the uh, other hand already, thinking uh, about himself. Uh, uh, uh. Like percolating, so, like he's going to shit himself, or I don't. I, <laughs> ben, what did you eat that's, for dinner? Why are you shaking so much? That's, that's what I envision when someone says like I'm percolating, like <laughs> they're about to shit their pants or something. Oh. <laughs> so you you imagine actual like a coffee maker percolating? Yeah, I mean what? I mean yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking it was just shaking with anticipation, but um. So there's a couple of things that have come up over the past week, but I uh, just wanted to check in with you guys. Did you guys watch anything else besides our movie of the week, Time Crimes? Or, Ben, what's the Spanish translation for it? Uh, something about tiempo, tiempo and crimes. Crimenes. Crimenes tiempo. Crimenes tiempo. Taco. Del Taco. Del Taco. Del Taco tiempo. <laughs> so i know Stu, you were out of town so you probably had some you know travel time watching some other stuff besides our movie of the week and street sharks uh did you see anything else uh i did i downloaded a couple episodes of the uh the last dance onto my oh device and watched that on the flight uh only got only got three episodes in but and I realized I, I forgot to I didn't download anymore because I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was watching. I was like, oh, okay, okay. I see what's I see what's happening. So now you get are starting to get some of the references. Um, there was a report speaking of the last dance that uh, last season um, LeBron was uh, Rondo was brought on to be able to kind of. I don't know, not coach LeBron, but kind of like show him like how he needs to interact with Lonzo, with Kuzma, and with uh, you know the younger guys like Josh Hart and, and Brandon Ingram, um, because they all saw him as kind of like Michael Jordan, uh, their Michael Jordan growing up, and so like now that you've seen several episodes of The Last Dance, like you saw how hard Mike was on like all of his teammates, right? Um, yeah. So there was a little bit of like like connection between that. So I thought that was really kind of interesting where there was this article that came out um, talking about how Rhonda was brought in last year because he needed to be that, that veteran voice that kind of bridged the gap and showed LeBron how to like interact. And then of course, right after that, they uh, traded all of them to go get Anthony Davis <laughs> and now they're in the finals. So and now we got playoff Rondo. So it's that's a win-win. right. You know, actually apparently he did not a huge fan of that. Of being well, called playoff Rondo, it's too bad because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like night and day. Um, so we're we are recording this on October fifth, and Game Four is tomorrow. And I can already tell we're going to have a very fired up team because uh, they were not they did not play they up were, to their strengths. Yeah, they were not fired up yesterday. That's true. 
Um, but like Stu, like you always mention, right? They every series it seems like they need to get kicked in the teeth before, yeah, or in the like, junk yeah. before they wake up and they against realize, Portland, wait a minute, we're the Lakers against Portland. Everyone, everyone thought Portland was gonna like dethrone the Lakers after winning the first game, and then what happens? Four straight, and then the same with the Rockets. Oh, the Rockets with oh, they got. James Harden, and then they win the first game. All <laughs> oh, the Lakers are in trouble, and then four straight, and then all oh, the Nuggets. They just took out the Clippers, which fuck the Clippers, by the way. Uh, and uh, there's oh, they're so good. Uh, and then what happens? Uh, you know, gentle, gentlemen sweep for each series. So, mm-hmm. so, so I am. Kind of anticipating a similar situation here, but I mean the Heat are can be a little scary sometimes. With um, they can go know. long stretches where they're just like locked down. Yeah, or they, they just they just like hit all kinds of shots. And it's oh, dude, ridiculous. I didn't realize Tyler Hero was that good. Yeah. Or just kind of like out of yeah. nowhere, I had no idea. I think it's that bubble effect for for someone like him because oh, there's no crowds, there's like less pressure, like there's Mm -hmm. less like you know the the lights aren't as bright kind of situation. Yeah, and I think it was the same with like Jamal Murray and and, uh, probably a couple of the young players, Donovan Mitchell and stuff like that. Donovan Mitchell, yeah. Got it. Uh, What about you, Ben? Have you seen anything else? Yeah. Well. Aside from seeing the Lakers get their ass handed to them yesterday, uh, I got to see this movie called Chopping Mall. Have you guys heard of that? No. Is that, is that a is that a movie? Is it a horror movie? Yeah, it is. Like, Where you it, go and to get chopped. I don't even know why they call it Chopping Mall because no one was chopped. Anymore. Not a single person was chopped. <laughs> yeah, no, no one was chopped. So why they call it Chopping Mall? That sounds like a disappointing. Uh... Very misleading. Oh wait, you know what? I think I've seen. I saw a preview for this. I think is this where like the rope? They're in a mall and there's like a robot. Three robots. Like a security like robot of this. Where Stu, you kind of know what it is, and then you're, as you're telling it, I can tell Ben's like smile on the other side is getting really wide. What is this? Can Can you guys fill us in who don't know? Obviously, of course, since I'm the host of it's a movie cop podcast, of course I know. But for the other people who don't know, um, okay, yeah, can you tell us what what it's about? Okay, imagine that the Galleria in L.A. decides to get the state of art security system in the form of three robots. Now imagine these robots, for some godforsaken reason, have lasers and guns. Because why not? Because yeah, I'm not not. I'm not gonna buy a goddamn security robot that doesn't have goddamn lasers on it. All right. <laughs> Who does that? Now imagine that these robots have a serious security flaw that when it's struck by when the building is struck by lightning, they just become sentient and just start killing everything in the mall. <laughs> Wait, isn't this an episode from the? From the Simpsons, where flash photography causes all the itchies and scratching machines to start killing people. Yes, that is actually correct. Oh wow! That's, so Simpsons except, actually stole something from someone else. Yeah, but they made it better because those robots okay. actually had axes and okay, chopped ben. things. Oh, it's Wait. okay. Simpsons do it because they make it better. They did. Thank you, Stu. I'm Simpsons. glad you're. Wait, what year? What year is Chopping Mall? Uh, it's in the eighties. It's, it's like an eighties movie. Yeah. No, this is like the the epitome or 
it is a good example of an 80s slasher mm. flick. I mean, we, we got teens. They're just sneaking out, getting drunk. There's there's titty flashing everywhere. Oh, okay. And now I got to watch it. <laughs> uh, following up with Porky's with Chopping Mall. <laughs> Let me guess. Was this Sam Trunk 2000? No, but... But go fuck yourself, Sam Trunks 200. I feel like that number gets higher every time David tries it's to gonna be 20,000 by the next Sam time. Sam Trunk 2 million. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the Sam Trunk 2, two million. <laughs> 2 million. The Sam Trunk 2 million. All right, um... Okay, so what what were your what was your thoughts on that? Besides, it just kind of goes in line with very similar nostalgia. You guys are going like really far back. You guys are going <laughs> backwards via movies, right? Uh, kind of. You guys did two thousands, nineties, now eighties. Like, are you guys gonna watch some seventies movies and eventually get to like no, Casablanca? Seventies suck. Uh, I don't know. I mean, seventies had Star Wars. Uh, yeah, that was like the one thing, but really, that was ahead of its time, so it really doesn't count. Because it, it <laughs> it's in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. That alien. Oh. Liked Dude, they had a lot of like James Bond movies, Moonraker. Yeah, but the '70s, everyone's sweaty and has that disgusting like, like body fro, hair, like the fro thing, like white guys with afros. It's like, oh god. Godfather's also in the '70s. But Stu, I'm sweaty right now, and I have a white guy fro. Oh god, you're the worst. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the last time that we have been on the show. Thanks so much for joining us. That's all I can think about about the seventies. Every time I see something from the seventies. Also, uh, for for me, I just wanted to make mention since uh, Stu, did you have a chance to catch up on the boys yet? Ah, shit! I have not been watching. Wait, did you catch up on David? I'd have, and I wanted to ask. Welcome to the boys' spoiler section. Let's talk about the boys and all the spoilers associated with it. I just, Wait, how I just have two right, words. Right now. I just have two words. Pop, pop. The boys. I just oh. want to know. What? Well, how many episodes are out right now? Seven. We're, season finale is coming up this Friday. What? That's so quick. It's <laughs> only eight. It's only That's eight. Whack. They need to stop with this, like eight episode season less than 10 episode season bullshit for all shows any show like knock it off <laughs> do, do better you yeah you, why why would you do that so um, what's your favorite spoiler uh david my favorite spoiler is why don't you just wait till we have the season's over and then we'll have a season wrap up butcher's okay, dead so- all right next okay so- i think i made that joke already did <laughs> <laughs> But it's yeah, true this joke. time. It actually yeah. you you spoke it into into uh, existence, Stu. Okay. It's a retroactive spoiler. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I think there's there's one thing I wrote down that I wanted to talk about, but since Stu has not, I will not bring it up. It's in relationship to like apparently the um the comic. What what is it called? Graphic novel, sorry. Oh, okay. Get it Let's right. Talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. So, all right. I'll leave that. I'll leave that as a note. We'll wait till after the season's over, and we'll make sure to we'll uh, catch up with Stu once he f- finally gets around to it. So, all right. I'll go ahead and skip over that. We'll I mean, I'm not sure like I haven't been watching it. I'm probably like I'm only like four, 
four or five episodes, episodes. behind. That's half a season. Four or five behind. I'm like, <laughs> there's only eight. I just, I just haven't watched season one, episode one yet. All right. <laughs> couple of episodes behind it's fine what episode are you on season one to what <laughs> i saw the teaser i almost started season one episode one how, how do you feel about people who don't actually go through the entire first season and just kind of watch the recap from the beginning of the season two they're monsters anyone who does that <laughs> oh yeah monsters. i'm a huge fan of uh of, so uh i couldn't remember the name of the 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 guy that who's like the pre is he the president of uh, Vought, who's uh, uh from Los Just Poyos Ring. Hermanos, uh huh. Gus Fring. Yeah, but what's his name in the show? Gus Fring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Gustavo. Gustavo. No, because uh, we were I was over at Irene's for dinner yesterday, and and me and my her brother were talking about it, and I just kept referring to him as the guy from Breaking Bad. He's like, I I know what it is. I was like, I can't remember his character's name except for I was like Los Poyos Hermanos, and then yeah, Los Poyos Hermanos. Yeah. <laughs> so that just became a thing every time we were repeated. It. But yeah, we're very very interested. Season finale is coming up this Friday, so if you haven't had a chance yet, definitely get caught up. So, All right, I'll catch up. I'll buy next week's Monday, and we'll, we'll talk about it. Jesus. Oh, no, 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 no. After Friday, me and Ben are just going to be spamming the crap out of you over the text. Okay. Well. Oh, my God, I can't believe it came through. Butcher's dead. <laughs> we, spoke um, it, we said it like like a Bloody Mary three times in the mirror. <laughs> it happened. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and just uh, shark dive into Street Sharks. Season three, episode twenty-three. There's, I believe we have four more after this. Um, in this one, Winter has hit Fission City, and Winter. it ha it doesn't sit well with their newest guests, the Dinos. Attempting to Dino Avengers, Dino Avengers, and the other and the Raptors. Attempting to warm up the city and the world, Bad Rap and his two cronies attempt to activate every volcano to send ash into the air to insulate the planet to make it warmer. Only the combined strength of the Dino Avengers and Street Sharks is strong enough to stop this ill-informed decision, because as we learned in today's episode, ash ashes block out the sun, which makes it colder. You guys remember the Ice Age, don't you? So, um, yes, I did write that one down because this one was actually kind of interesting to me. Mostly because I think this is the first time in a while that they actually threw some like education out there this uh, was, about how global warming works. Yeah, this is this was global warming before it was cool, uh, and and now we know, and knowing is half the battle. Yeah, the the street sharks tried to warn us, and now we're reaping what we were sharking what we sowed sowed. <laughs> You know, I think they had a missed opportunity here, really. I Only mean, one? one? Well, no, like for this particular episode. Oh, okay. You know, this particular episode is the first time we see them in the, you know, in a snowy environment, right? And it hits Vision City. And they didn't make it a Christmas episode and call it a very shark, Street Sharks Christmas. It is a missed opportunity. One of many. A very sharky Christmas. A very Street Sharks Christmas. A, a very, very Jotham Christmas. Yeah, oh, there it is. Sitting right in front of you idiots. 
It would have bit See, you. This is this is why we needed to go back to 1993, and then we are executive producers of the Street Sharks, and I'm pretty sure we would have gotten them past season three. We would have gotten them to season four or five. Or can you imagine? Do you think like if you were applying for a new job and you listed that as like part of a your reference, like, ref as your history, like oh yeah, I was also a head writer for Street Sharks. Do you think anyone would be able to fact check you on that? Oh. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I wrote the title for the episode of uh, a very shark, (laughs) sharky Christmas. Yeah, it it never aired, but uh, I have it in my uh, I have it in my attic. (laughs) Yeah, but we did get a like music thingy again. It wasn't even was it a montage because it includes like parts of the rest of the season that haven't even happened yet. Yeah. Oh, so like spoilers. Yeah, it's a spoiler montage. Oh, I didn't even know that's a thing. I uh, I actually like I was watching it. I was doing the uh, because because I I landed. I, so here's what happened. So <laughs> uh, I tried to watch uh, Jimenez Tiempo, T- Tiempo <laughs> Jimenez, uh, Del Del Taco Jimenez. <laughs> um, that sounds like like grande size, please. Yeah, yeah, can you go bold also? Uh, (laughs) Oh, going sorry. Wait, all right. So yeah, I tried to watch it. I saw it on YouTube when I was in in Nashville. So I was trying to watch it, but then it's like I got a few minutes into it. I was like, oh, this doesn't have subtitles. Great. So I got home. I got home today um, around three. I feel like, and uh, then I was trying to, I watched it and then I tried to watch street sharks and about like three quarters of the way through street sharks, I fell asleep. Um, so I don't remember what I, where I was going with this, but <laughs> volcano he's, he's falling asleep in the middle of his yeah volcano went off and then they street, they did the shark dive and to reroute the lava. So it didn't destroy Humongo burger. Uh, and then they save Christmas. And they save yeah. Christmas. Yep. That's how I'm remembering it. <laughs> Merry that's Christmas, the, Dr. Then that's Karen the way Rage. we're going to end it. So that'll do it for that. Um, there are four more episodes because there are 28 in the season. So there's four more of that. So you, I'm sure you guys are we're counting Monica them down special, the very quickly. Special, the... <laughs> they <laughs> Here's the thing: is they never Monica. reach New Year. Or they're like, "Oh, we'll plan this Valentine's Day special," and then it never happens. The Kwanzaa special, Ramadan special. <laughs> <laughs>
and to round out the top 10 is save yourself with 142,000. Um, so based on just looking at the box office, the top number, the number one film in the, in the nation is still Tenant, and it's $45 million is what's been grossed, uh, compared to, I think, $264 million uh, worldwide. So I think a lot of uh, movie theater chains are kind of seeing this as, you know, even if we can't keep it open, it's actually not generating enough revenue. And so there's some movie news that I uh, came across over the last couple of days. Uh, no Time to Die, the James Bond movie, was pushed to 2021 with an unknown date so far, um, which actually was the precursor to Cineworld, the parent company of Regal, who is the second largest movie chain in the U.S. behind AMC, closing all their theaters until further notice. Um, how does that impact you guys as I think you guys both are Regal card holders, right? That's correct. Well, I am, anyways. Yeah. Did you say? I thought you said what was it? Some Cineworld. Cineworld's the parent company for Regal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they they operate um, a couple. There's like a I want to say 127 theaters in the UK um, that's owned by Cineworld as well. But yeah, they're the parent company for Regal, so they're closing everything here for the foreseeable future starting i think on friday uh as of then the nothing has changed because i haven't been able to go to a theater anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh, i thought it was interesting i looked up my um my pass for the amc a list and it says it automatically unless it i activate it um it will stay inactive until december 1st and then it will automatically reactivate and i'm like I don't think anybody has been going to theaters outside of across the street from me is the AMC. Apparently they're, they're operating at like 25% capacity. And I'm just like, no, I'm not going anywhere near that. So um, some other films of note, uh, even though they're most of the theaters are still going to be closed probably until the end of the year. Uh, Monster hunters uh, directed by Paul Wes Anderson is slated for December. Still, and then Wonder Woman is pushed. Wonder Woman 1984 was pushed to Christmas, which pushed Dune from uh, Christmas to now October of next year. Fuck. Uh, jo- yeah, sorry. Uh, which also joins Fast Nine in May, or which joins Fast Nine in 2021. But we already knew that Man. part. Um, yeah, Ben, this I was cool. also disappointed when I heard that. I was like, really, you're gonna push Dune for Wonder Woman? Well, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, that's that's what the slated schedule was. It's Wonder Woman before Dune. But fuck, man, a whole year? Yeah, they they didn't want to have two blockbusters one week after another, like, stealing each other's thunder. But I was like, I don't think anything's getting released this year based on how things are going. I mean, uh, you know, I know that nobody follows this for any actual news, but, you know, President Trump did uh, come down with the coronavirus. So did his press secretary and a lot of his close cabinet members and his wife or the first lady also came down with coronavirus. So, so yeah, there's, <laughs> um, Quick aside, uh, cause yeah. you mentioned something, uh, you mentioned monster hunters. Uh, mm-hmm. and so I was like, Oh, is that like based on the, is that another no. like monster hunter world game? No, uh, not the game. I started, I started <laughs> it looking is. At it is. It. is it? Is it? Yes. It's based off the game. It's, it's monster hunter, like David, it. you dumb fuck. Yeah, you stupid idiot. God. It's in the title. It's in the title, David. 
<laughs> but I was like, I'm oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, look who's in this? Who's in this? Tom Sizemore. Holy shit! Tom Sizemore is in a movie again. Wait, who's Tom Sizemore? Oh my fucking god! Oh my gosh, Ben! Oh I my quit. god, Ben! Wait, who's says Tom the guy Sizemore? who was really mad <laughs> a moment ago. No, no, I, I deserve that anger now. Who was? Who's Tom Sizemore? <laughs> he, was in, he was in all kinds of movies: Saving Private Ryan, Black Hawk Down. You, know, you never. I have not seen any of those. Jesus! <laughs> what about Mila? <laughs> Ju- I, I never know how to say her name though. Oh wait, wait, I know, I know, I know where Ben will have, uh, have seen him. He was the uh, the gay trucker in always Su- the always sunny episode where they go to. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I, I know that. One. <laughs> where I, they I, get stranded in the ben. forest? I know, it, I know Ben. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's the gay trucker. Okay. Why didn't oh, you start with and that? it's like, why didn't you just start with that? <laughs> oh, he was gonna try to rape uh, Dennis and Dennis Charlie. And Charlie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I only I only brought that up because that led me down this path where. Uh, it looks like there's going to be another Borat movie. Awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, for that now. Also, Ron Perlman's in this one. Hellboy. In, in what? Monster Hunter. In, in Bor- oh, he's in not Borat? In Borat? <laughs> Fuck, I would be really pumped if Ron Perlman was in Borat. <laughs> So, um, anything else of note, guys? Like you guys noticed in the box office rundown, or any of the news that I guys I gave you guys? Nope, I'm just uh, excited now for another Borat movie. Yeah, <laughs> gonna be very. Isn't nice. it on? A, it's gonna be on uh, on Amazon Prime, correct? I think so. It's on their streaming service. Mm-hmm. That'll be very nice. Very nice. Very nice. So, okay. Well, if there's nothing else for you guys, but I think it mostly comes down to the fact that they were seeing Tenant wasn't able to really recoup most of its money. So a lot of them are just cutting cutting bait right now at this point and just saying, you know what, we'll try again next year. Um, but yeah, Monster Hunter is apparently still coming this year as well as Wonder Woman 1984. So some things to look forward to. Why doesn't right. Regal or AMC just launch their own streaming thing? Where you can like buy movie tickets to watch it once, and uh, and you know what I mean? Because I guess they can't figure out a way to be able to uh, make sure that it's not like an entire family of five people all watching for twenty dollars. That's yeah, why right. you, you just that's what happened with Mulan, right? Security number in for each, <laughs> each viewer. <laughs> Well, actually, there was, it's scary because there are there was um, I think there was some sort of television manufacturer that was experimenting with that, where they had some sort of sensor that would detect how many people were in the room. Oh, yeah. Big Brother, much? I mean, Xbox Connect can do it. So, like, yeah. if anyone has an Xbox Connect, uh, and then they start complaining about, oh, I don't want I don't want someone to be looking at me. It's like your fucking Xbox Connect, you know is looking at you looking at you (laughs) you stupid (laughs) it's been looking at you actually if anything like your alexa is probably listening to you your google home is listening to you you google (laughs) yeah so i got really mad at my google assistant thing or my google home thing because i tried to set an alarm to wake me up for this and it didn't no no it, it did 
So I was like, Google, you know, set set alarm for this time. And it's like, okay. Normally it just says like, okay, I set an alarm for this time. And then it started talking for like 20 seconds. It felt like about, and also if you want to try, I was like, no, shut up. I don't want to sleep right now. Oh yeah. It, it, it'll tell you all these other uh, tips and tricks yeah. and stuff. I'm like, oh. stop. <laughs> Your I wanted to know this. I would have have synchros. You can catch them on Google Podcasts, which has been moved over from Google, Google shut Play up, Music. God. <laughs> That's also available on SoundCloud. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and we'll just jump over to our movie of the week this week. Time Crimes, or as uh, Ben keeps saying, Del Taco Hermanos. Del Taco Jimenez. Jimenez. Del, del Tiempo, Del, del Taco. Del, 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 Del Taco. Time for Del Taco is what that trailer <laughs> meant. All right, Ben, go ahead. se mete accidentalmente en una máquina del tiempo y viaja en el tiempo casi una hora. Encontrarse a sí mismo será el primero de una serie de desastres de consecuencias imprevisibles. Este episodio es presentado por cinco y medio. Protagonizando Ben el Guapo, Stu el Guapo y David el Muy, 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 Muy estúpido y feo. No es tu Muy populares con las chicas, pero David es muy, 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 muy feo. David es muy feo. Muchas chicas. Muchas chicas. Screw you, Ben. I understood everything related to me. ¿Qué? I am not ugly or stupid. No I mean, hablo inglés. Oh, fantastic. So he doesn't understand a single thing I'm just about to say to him. I like how you turn on like your Telemundo announcer voice. For that. <laughs> I'm assuming, Ben, you had no practice with that. No. That's a lie. All right. Um, <laughs> still, 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 we'll go ahead and start with you. Thoughts on... Uh, on El Tiempo Jimenez. Yeah, Mr. Jimenez. Standards. Going to write some standards. Well, that was Hernandez. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, I, I, this, I like, uh, it was, it was kind of like a fun, like, uh, my kind of, kind of a little bit of a mind. It wasn't like a primer Inception. or anything like that, where it's like, I just like really hard to follow. Um, but, you know, I thought it was, you know, interesting. It was, it was a fun little kind of, you know, time travel kind of, th- kind of story Conundrum. where told from, di- you know, kind of like the different perspectives of the guy who's being time traveled. Um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, I, en- I enjoyed it. Um, I, I have a, I had a couple, I have a couple comments, not that aren't really like against the knock against the movie. It's like, <laughs> it's just like, I thought it was silly that some of the things they did, but uh, I mean, it was, it was, it was fine. It was fine. It was, uh, okay. uh, reflected yeah, I, in your rating. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I give it like, a, I give it a seven. Okay. All right. I got to know, Ben, how did, how did you stumble across this film? Buddy. <laughs> no, I actually watched this. Uh, before Fantastic. So that's great. Um, <laughs> No, but you were saying, Ben. Uh, so I actually watched Primer before this, and I remember Primer. thinking during the movie, I'm like, wait, uh, David, do you know what Primer is? I know, Stu, you've I, seen it, right? You've seen Primer? Yeah. 
Yeah, I have not. Have I may as well have not seen it though because I still don't understand what happened. Yeah. In it. <laughs> um, so Primer is one of those movies that is kind of the gold standard in uh, time travel logic when it comes to movies. It is. Uh, I don't even remember how long it takes place over, but I, I think it was a a relatively short amount of time, right? I, I yeah, it was like the same. I thought it was like the same day or like twenty four hour span or something. Yeah, so similar to this, but it's so fucking confusing. Like, it is one of those movies that you really have to like start drawing diagrams over because of how fucking confusing it is. Well, but, speaking of which, I went onto Wikipedia and I'm, I'm reading the diagram as you're telling me. But continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it's definitely one of those movies that like makes you I think. Didn't, yeah, it makes you think, but I didn't particularly have an entertaining or good time watching it. It felt like homework. <laughs> yeah, it felt, it, that's what it was. It, it felt like I'm, I'm like working to enjoy this movie. But, th- th- you know, this movie was kind of like, oh, this is kind of nice. You know, you can kind of, you don't have to turn off your brain completely, but like you, you could if you wanted to. And it's still pretty enjoyable. You know, it, it's, um, there's not a lot to say about the movie. I, I like it. Uh, it did a lot with what little it had. It, it didn't have a big set, didn't have a big cast, didn't have any notable music, but it was really fun. It had a good set of rules, establishes, kind of abides by, knows exactly what it wants to achieve. And it's like uh, one of those movies that, you know, you get a little more on repeated viewings. You're like, oh, hey, I noticed that. Or, hey, that's kind of cool. You know, it's like, you know, it's not amazing, but it's still pretty good. And, you know, it's a good foreign film pick, I think, you know? It's uh, I would give it like a solid like eight out of ten. Okay, yeah. Well, um, for me, I kind of feel along the same way, but I know that a lot of times at Ben, you're always talking about payoff. Mm-hmm. For me, I felt like the payoff, it's just a little bit short. Like everything else is really really good. I would have normally given it, if we had gotten maybe an hour and twenty in. Or if they had extended a little bit more and gave us a better payoff, I feel like it would have given it an eight. But because of that, would I give it a seven? Um, just only because it just feels like it. It leaves a couple of holes at the very end of like how this didn't end up having like extra different scenarios that weren't accounted for. But I do agree with you that instead of it like constantly making you question if you're if you're if you've caught every detail. It kind of allows the character, uh, uh, crap, what's his name? Hector? Is it Hector? Hector. Hector, number one, number two, and number three. Yeah, And and each one of them, like, kind of asks the questions for you while you're sitting there watching it happen. And he goes, wait, how did I get here? Oh, how did this happen? Why are you blah, blah, blah? And then then that extra payoff that you do get from watching it a second time, I didn't actually watch it all the way through a second time. I just scrolled back to the initial um area and i noticed i was like oh that's actually really cool continuity is so key hmm. um so yeah that that it's a good movie in general i didn't think i was going to enjoy it um just by just kind of like where it's at i don't know what year is this one from 2007 yeah or 2004 i, Four? I think it was it definitely, yeah i mean I I but in general i'm sure like the visuals don't didn't age very well but I think story timeline, I think out of all, a lot of like the time travel stuff, I think this one was actually really, really well done based on what it is. And no, what you guys are saying about primer, maybe I'd be interested to go see it. So I'll probably see it. Oh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, you're going to exert effort. 
you're gonna be you need to bring a notepad it's gonna do you think it'd be better for me to watch uh, to read the uh the diagram first no just try to watch it first yeah the the diagram helps after yeah (laughs) well i definitely will say this was i do i did enjoy inception i definitely enjoy this inception Um, is fucking baby time compared i know it's like it oh man it's just it brought up so many questions like i was watching it with irene and irene kept asking she's like what does that mean i was like watch this i need to keep track of what's going on here because at the very end and she pointed out something i was like wait does that mean that this that's actually there and she goes yeah yeah just scroll back like you know like 45 minutes i was like you can tell it actually happens it all makes sense but then there's one little thing. So, um, but yeah, uh, seven out of ten. Not not too bad. Uh, I mean, it didn't blow it out of the water, but it, yeah, yeah, good time had, was had by all. Yeah. Um, so I want to. We'll go ahead and we'll start with uh, Ben. What was your like favorite moment? I think my favorite moment was uh, it, it was the scene where he realizes that he is the man in the bandages. You know. It's that whole sequence where he realizes, oh my god, this is what I have to do. He kind of is slowly piecing it together. And he's trying he, he's trying to put, you, you can see like the gears turning in his head like for that, I don't know, 20 minute segment. Where he's like trying to recreate everything that happened. And it kind of sets up his character later on to be a very observant person, you know. And he, he he's pretty much like going through all the motions and he, he's like taking all the cues he's like okay i'm over there i have to be over here and she has to be over there but how do i do it you know it's like this puzzle solving moment and the best part was uh i, I think was it's one of the, those iconic shots from this movie it was actually how i found out about it uh, i i saw a poster for it and i thought it looked kind of cool where he's doing that little binocular um taunt you know oh he, he tries he, it like, multiple well, times yeah, yeah, like, so when, you know, earlier in the film, when he's first stabbed, he's, like, running for his life from this man, right? He's like, oh, crap, where is he? What is he going to do? And he, like, tries to peek out, see where he is, and, like, it is creepy the first time, you know, he's just standing there menacingly, <laughs> and he's just, <laughs> he stuffs the, the scissors in his pocket, scissors. and he, yeah, he just slowly turns around, he knows exactly where he is, and he zooms in on it, and taunting him with the binocular pose. And he just like runs scared for his life. But then the second time, he, you know, it's a completely different situation. He he's the one who's doing it. But he's like, wait, fuck! I know I have to do this, but where the fuck am I? You know, where where the <laughs> fuck do I do? And so you see him like getting really frustrated because he keeps doing it, and he doesn't see him running. So he just keeps doing it and doing it and doing it. And finally, he gets it. And he's like, oh fuck! At least that's over with, you know. <laughs> and it, it kind of sets up this whole question about like, okay. So that's all over, but we know it's not really over because, you know, there, there's still all this stuff that's happened. So what, what else is going on, you know? So I, I really started liking it because it kind of ramped up at that point for me. Okay. Um, what about you, Stu? Um, so my, I think my favorite moment was not so much a specific moment, but it was more like how the movie was able, like kept kind of, like revealing all, like every little detail that happened in a previous timeline, like it like kind of like reminds like, Hey, remember this thing happened and it, and it cuts away to shows. It kind of like shows you what, what all that happened. Like, for example, like when uh, there was the one scene where the, what's the, that girl, he, the other girl, not his wife, but like the other, whoever she is, she, she like, 
uh, runs into Hector three and she screams, um, and like, oh, because that, that part I had like completely forgotten about, um, like her scream, like here, like when he heard a scream and he ran back to the house. Um, so that's like those little like moments like that where it's like something happened in the movie, or even like when uh, he gets hit by the he's in the he's in the white car and he gets run off the road by some someone else. And like I completely forgotten that that happened until they show him getting into that red car. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot he, he's he, so he's gonna be doing that. So I I just like like just and each time when I thought like there was no more left, there was like another one. So um, that that was like my what I enjoyed about that. Um, yeah, and there was this part at the beginning of the film, you know, like how I mentioned, you know, on repeat viewings, there's a little more that you gain out of it. I, uh, there is this pe- there is this one scene at the beginning that kind of sets up the whole theme of the movie that I really liked. It was um, it, it's a very small scene where he's pulling in from the grocery store, I think, and he's pulling into the house, and the shot is that it focuses on all this like shit on the ground, like it's all destroyed and mangled, and you're like, oh mm-hmm. shit, you know, it looks like something bad is happening, and you know, slowly pans up. And you, it reveals that it's Hector driving the car, and he just like the the fucking trunk the opened. Trunk up opened, yeah. Yeah, and everything spilled out, and it was like this establishing shot that kind of sets up this theme that, you know, all this carnage and destruction, it's all caused by Hector throughout the whole movie. You know, it, it was something that I just noticed this viewing. You know. Oh. Just kind of like he he's the one who's like causing all this because he's he can never like get anything right the first time he's always like kind of like bumbling around and like kind of like accidentally falls into stuff if he right? had like been a creeper trying to you know look at i know looking at just, some boobies then nothing yeah. none of this would have happened yeah don't be a creep hector just don't be a creep which i i guess this this kind of has reminded me of, a, of what i was thinking when i was watching the movie like this is all great all this is all well and good moving forward but how did this and how did this happen in the first place? How, what was that? Yeah, how did this initially get seeded? Like, because when he's you know looking through and this is spoilers, but whatever, when he's first looking through the binoculars and he sees that sees the girl, that is caught. That is done by Hector too. Yeah. Um, but if he never, like, if we're starting at one point and there is no Hector two yet, then how did she get forced into? I don't know. This is the thing about time travel stuff. It, yes. It well, but here's the thing is, Stu, time, Hector 3 knows about what Hector 2 is doing, right? Because he has the, the walkie-talkie. He's he's the one who's orchestrating everything, allowing for all these things to happen. I feel like like that was the part that really I was like, that's the payoff I was looking for. Is like, how did he end up in this thing in the first place? And I thought that we were going to eventually get there at the very end of the movie when there's all these like things that line up, right? Where he, um, wait, are we no, not that's... supposed to spoil stuff? It doesn't matter, right? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. This is an old movie. So like when you get out of, when he like initially, he's the first one that gets out. He's like 10 seconds ahead of the other guy. He tells the guy what's happening. He tells him, okay, this is what you need to do. You know, con- convince this guy, convince Hector two to go after Hector one, to force him into the thing. And then you stop it from happening again. And then he drives the little cart all the way down. Like, it's almost like any, like, it's kind of like when you're playing a video game, right? Even though you keep, well, I think it's just, it applies mostly to me because I just keep dying over and over on a platformer. And then you start at the beginning of the level and you're like, all right, I got to jump over this thing. I got to go under. It's like this trial and error thing. But I agree with Stu. Like, how did he end up in there in the first place? And I thought that we were going to get that answer. And eventually at some point, all we got was 
and they lived happily ever after and he just kind of lets it happen i was like wow that is (laughs) i don't know about happily ever after but he he, they lived to see the next day yeah i felt bad for that girl like literally this all happened to her because she was trying to be a good person and was like oh my god are you okay and yeah and all just happened because of that yeah just don't help people because also yeah don't carry scissors don't do that see here's the thing is if she didn't want to help her friend by cutting his hair or her hair she wouldn't have been carrying scissors and it would have been over it would have been fine she would have just ran away see this is why you don't help people because then you get caught in their in their roundabout time travel hijinks where (laughs) you get stuck in a time loop of them killing you uh and you know having you fall off a building and break your neck uh for for until until eternity so this is why you don't help people I think for me, that was my favorite moment was literally when that happened. I was like, oh, no, he killed his wife. And I was like, well, I guess that's it. And then when he talks about how, you know, don't don't let him jump in because it's we couldn't accomplish what we were supposed to accomplish, you know, throw it away, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, dude, if anything, you screwed over that other guy who's running the plant, like just so that way you can get back to your normal life, even though you were the one who screwed up the entire thing from the beginning. Right. Yeah. Like, uh. So you guys are talking about the lack of payoff and all that. Yeah, I agree. There's not like a really in-depth look into how all this time travel works. But I do like how the time travel kind of takes a backseat to what is going on. Because you don't really try to question like, how does this machine work? Or what's that white liquid or anything? You know, yeah. it just kind of happens. And this uh, this particular time travel, you know, it's like a, it's a paradox. It's like a causality time travel paradox where uh, one in one... Uh, action from one timeline influences the other and it just becomes a circle so there's no real beginning or end to it mm-hmm. the, you know you're looking for like when is the beginning there there is no beginning you know that one action happened because of a previous time loop and that one action happened because of another previous time loop and that action happened because of the first thing you just said so it just is a, a loop you know that that's what I like about it. You know, it just and then, but you never know where the loop starts, though. No, that's the thing. It, it doesn't stop. It doesn't end. <sighs> it just is a loop. That's the thing. That, that's, that's the thing that's about it. circle. There's no, there's no start stop <laughs> to it. Yeah. And welcome to another episode of Dose Maps. <laughs> this week we cover time crimes as part of that's what I call Cinco's foreign movies, as well as Street Sharks season three episode twenty three. As always, before we get into that, as always, I'm your host David. <laughs> just kidding we won't do that to you guys um any other thoughts guys before we go ahead and move over to what our movie of the week next week is oh yeah so this is i had this is one of the things i it was not really a gripe against the movie but i thought it was a funny thought to me like i feel like the filmmaker or filmmakers had this really i wanted to do this really cool time travel concept where they had this they had like the concept of like a guy holding like hold it with like his tattered like a tattered old jacket with bandages all around his head with a with a pair of scissors and he's like from a, some kind of you know crazy dystopian future or something and he comes back to like i don't know re- terminator <laughs> right exactly they had like this really over the top like thing in mind but then like pr- the producers were like we don't have the budget for that <laughs> it's like but i want that guy but but the guy, look at him. I have concept art, and he has really looking concept art. And he's like, all right, oh, he does look cool. We'll give you the we'll give you the jacket. Right. We have enough money for the jacket. That's all we got. 
got the bandage. We can get some gauze and we can find a jacket in the dumpster. Okay. <laughs> and then everything else was just like, all right, so this is how it's actually going to go down. It's just going to be some, just going to be some regular jack off in his house. Uh, and he's in his backyard and this is how it all happens. And he's uh, really horny. He's really yeah, he's, horny. If you want to show some boobs, so let's get uh, let's get an actress with some nice boobs, and then, uh, we'll show those on screen. Everyone's happy. Okay, bada bing, we're done. Okay, uh, how much bing. money do I have for actors? Okay, we have four. Four yeah. what? You have four <laughs> actors. <laughs> we have money. No, we have four dollars. We'll do it for free. <laughs> um, but yeah, that so that's because because like the. Like when I saw like the post, I'm like, holy shit, that looks pretty gnarly. Like yeah. it's a guy with like this crazy like head wrap. Uh-huh. Like it almost looks I like I thought it was gonna be a horror movie. Yeah, it looked like some kind of like clock tower shit or something, but uh <laughs> I, the first then, third of the movie is kinda like that, where it's like, Oh shit, you know, it's like this guy's hunting him and then like Because then it was like, Okay, how do we get the how do we get these bandages around his head then? It's like, okay, he'll have a cut on his forehead and she'll just wrap his whole fucking head in gauze. And the, and the all the gauze becomes pink, yeah. <laughs> not just that one spot, just yeah. all of it. <laughs> and the, the filmmaker was like, "Well, if, I mean, this is this was my vision, I guess." <laughs> we'll also give you a sandwich. Okay, done. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the, that was how I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> all right. Well, that's like a pretty good place to stop. Um, so that'll pretty much do it for this one. Uh, ben, I believe the honor is yours. What category are you picking for That's What I Call Cinco's? You know, I, I think we should actually take a break from That's What I Call Cinco's, you know, in what? honor of... Hey, it's October. It's Spooktober. It's October? When did that happen? It is Spooktober. It is right. Spooktober. And in honor of Spooktober, we should do a full month of David's favorite category of movie. That's right. <laughs> Rom-coms, romantic comedies. <laughs> um... Taiwanese so, films. <laughs> Shitty Chinese films. <laughs> cooking, cooking Storm. Hail to the Emperor. <laughs> I love my neighbor Xi Jinping. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let's do it for uh, horror movies. Let's see what we got here. Um, do you guys have any ideas off the top of your head? Well, uh, Actually, I guess we should kind of break here and like edit this part out. But what? Yeah, what are we choosing? Oh, I was gonna pick Happy Death Day. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah wait, yeah, wait. Works. You were gonna pick a movie. I heard Happy Death Day is good, so I want to give David the benefit right. of the doubt on this. But David's probably already seen it. I have not seen it. I, okay, I have seen I'm, it. Now I'm skeptical because I thought no. you had seen it. No, no, no. I've heard enough about it to know it's not like one of those where. Uh, you know, I've never heard of it. And I googled, "Hey, I, what is another movie like?" It's probably, um, it's probably like, like a website where it's like Spook Factor, and it has like a one out of ten on how scary. <laughs> is this movie wow. safe enough to watch with my three-year-old son? <laughs> scary the- movie too. <laughs> it has scary in the title. Will this movie scare a thirty-three-year-old man who's afraid of movies? Wait, actually, our scary is the scary movie series on the table. Just asking no. for a friend. Aww. I was asking for a friend. <sighs> okay, I'm asking. Is scary movie three on the table? <laughs> <laughs> oh, in that case, no. 
What about Star Wars Episode Three? Because that was a scarily bad movie. No, it wasn't. I'd wait uh, again because we've we've gone down this path before. Is if so? If it's not so, we're not doing. Doesn't have a. Uh, uh, no, we're just doing scary movies since it's October. So it doesn't have to be something one of us has seen. And we were recommending it as a scary movie. No, Stu, you better have some type of person who oh, gave you a recommendation. Damn it. I just remembered something I was going to bring up about uh, Tiempo Jimenez. Well, do you want to say it now and then we can edit it in? Yeah. Although, so, Stu, what else uh, So, what else did anybody else have anything else they want to bring up yeah. before we move yeah. over? It sounded like you had something to say. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I want to do uh, – I want. I wanted to. Screams to. Wait, wait. What timeline is this? This is the second yeah, timeline. Okay. And welcome to another episode of Doesn't Have Fingers, episode fifty-nine. Um, so just real quick, I wanted to let Ben know that um, I guess he kind of got me back uh with this movie, uh, for what what happened when I uh, picked uh, uh, what's that movie? Wicked Dark City. Dark. Not Wicked. Is it Wicked City? Wicked City. I, I don't Wicked even City. know. Anything. Yeah, Wicked City. So uh, when you were mentioning how like you were watching it and then and then like Letty walked in at like the most inopportune. Oh my god. Time. <laughs> uh, so th- that happened to me today when I was watching. Oh, dog walking. Uh, it was this first. It was the scene in the beginning where like she oh, like, pushes his shirt up and starts like licking his nipples or something. Something oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. And like as soon as that scene came on, my sister walks through the room. <laughs> And it's like, fuck me, why? And then, and then it happens again. The first scene when he's like looking through binoculars, and that, and then she takes her shirt off. And it was like, and it's just, it just stays on the, her topless frame for like ten seconds. I feel like, and she like, <laughs> froze. Yeah, she just walks through the room again. I'm like, God, fuck you, Ben. <laughs> like, so. I, I traveled two months into the future. To so you got your revenge there. <laughs> El, okay. El Revenjo del Ben del Taco del Tiempo. Del <laughs> El Grande. El Grande. <laughs> um, so, all right. Well, is there anything else, guys? If not, then we'll just go ahead and move over to our uh, movie choices for this week. Um, Spooktober. Spooktober. Ooh. I mean, man, oh, this so year spooky. has gone by so quickly. Oh. Um. And so I believe, does anybody have any other choices? Because I have two options and I wanted to ask you guys uh, which one of the two you guys would prefer. Lay it on um, I want to see us or uh, we can see Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. Yeah, I think from what I've heard, I don't want to watch something that Ben thinks is shitty. You thought us was bad? I don't know. I, th- I thought Cook Up the Storm was bad, but we still watched it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that going into it, though. I didn't either. I just took the Emperor's uh, recommended playlist. <laughs> Mandatory uh, viewing for all Red Party members. <laughs> all right. So I guess I'll watch Us on, our, on my own. And uh, All right, and- fine. Happy Death Day. Fine. Yes. Oh. So yes. Uh, next week, Huh? <laughs> Next week, catch us as we uh, start off Spooktober with Happy Death Day, brought to you by yours truly. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, shoot. This is where you're leading up to something. 
I this is the part where you say And welcome to another episode of Dos Nas Cinco's episode fifty nine. I keep getting stuck in this stupid time loop. I, oh no, we need to end the episode before we get stuck in here forever. <laughs> I don't know. So, guys, join us next week as we cover Happy Death Day as part of Spooktober. Um, guys, you can catch us on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube, as well as on Twitch, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Guys, um, as always, I've been your host, David. And I'm, St- I'm Stuart. <laughs> and I'm six feet apart. <laughs> Don't forget to wash your hands, stay six feet apart from each other, Ricky Masters, and we will see you guys on the next one. Okay, bye. Goodbye. And welcome. (laughs) (laughs) You must be back in town. Uh, Stu, did you bring any either of us chicken back? I did, but I ate it. Which one? Did you get to try Bojangles? I didn't. There was no Bojangles around me. Like Where it was all along the outskirts of. It was all on the outskirts of like I guess like downtown Nashville, but. Uh, but Ooh, no. I so you must have had some really good Nashville hot chicken. Uh, yeah, I did have a couple good uh, Nashville hot chicken sandwiches. Best Which- one you had. Best one I had? Mm-hmm. KFC? No. Um, Popeyes? Honestly, I don't even remember Ralph's. what the place was. I don't even remember <laughs> what the place was called. Vaughn's? Stater Brothers. Uh, <laughs> Lucky's. I don't know. It's still, it's still called Lucky's out there. <laughs> the Lucky Dragon. <laughs> fried chicken. Yeah, it was called, they called it Kung Pao Chicken. Dude, if that was a sandwich, that sounds pretty good, though. I think that's a uh, a market that needs to be uh, explored. Is a the same market that you and you sandwich? Yeah, the same market that you and I were supposed to go into, Stu. The uh, the onion pancake turned into chipotle. Uh, it was the Mexican. Well, let's not blow up our. Let's not give away our our IP here. <laughs> Mexi melt. It was the Mexican Chinese uh, fusion food truck. Wait, isn't that the the dose? So, welcome to the, another episode of Dos Naps Cinco's.